Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, from the sports staff of the Holland Sentinel, this is From the Press Box. With your hosts, Brian Vernellis, Dan Diadonna, and Chris Zatarazny. Welcome back to From the Press Box, the weekly podcast from the Sentinel Sports Staff. I'm sports editor Dan Diadonna, along with... Assistant sports editor Chris Zatarazny. My happy sidekick, and we are here for another week of... Uh, of talking about high school sports, especially after an exciting week one of high school football this week. And Chris, we have eight football teams. They all won. It's, uh, it's they weird. They all won their opener. It has never happened before since uh, the Zealand high school split gave us eight teams. We've never had all eight teams win. We've had six, seven quite a few times but never never all eight and it almost didn't happen and it too. almost didn't happen so let's talk about that game first chris you were there um talk about the zealandese east grand rapids yeah game. it was kind of a game that i expected in terms of the score but some of the plays in the in the first half throughout the game were a little odd i mean there's a blocked punt there's a couple of missed uh, two-point conversions some running plays that just didn't work throughout the game because both defenses were strong and some passing plays that actually worked it was kind of a, a, a first week, what you would expect a first week game to be like, cramps and just mistakes being made. And then it looked like the Chicks were not going to win that game going in the fourth quarter. They were down. And the next thing you know, they scored two touchdowns and they're ahead. And it, it was with like six minutes to play. And I was looking at uh, Lenny, our, our reporter over there with us, uh, thinking, what what is going on right now? We just expected the loss. And now all of a sudden they're ahead by two, two scores. So it was... Uh, quite the turnaround led by gabe taylor too he, he was very impressive playing uh on some cramps i mean he pulled that game out for them yeah it's uh how was the atmosphere at grand it was at grand valley state uh yeah. how was that for a high school game that was really exciting i mean it, it obviously didn't fill the stands because it's a huge stadium but the the student section that were there for both east and uh the chicks were really bringing it they brought it it was exciting the fans were into it um yeah it was a really great atmosphere for uh, opening week sounds good sounds good and we had our eight victories spread out over the course of three days which yeah. is also interesting that Ooh. game was saturday um holland won their season opener against wyoming on friday and they looked really good i mean they had they could i mean they could have won 70 to nothing oh yeah absolutely but they didn't they had a couple turnovers a couple stalled drives but they established the pace offensively and defensively the oh, yeah. whole the yep. whole night i mean the defense was just stunning they didn't let wyoming do anything and that was a very impressive win for them uh to start the game a few penalties here season. and there for them everyone's gonna have yeah. those kinds of plays but yeah if they get that in sync i mean if that's their performance dangerous. for a first week yeah we should be expecting some big things from them absolutely um then yeah everyone else won Sagatuck won fenville won i was at fenville's opener uh with a new coach trevor lucas and they were awesome i mean their defense had a bunch of fourth down stops 
their offense has a bunch of playmakers. It's going to be an exciting year for them. They're building off winning the last five games last year. They got most of their weapons back, and they their defense just flocked to the ball. And uh, between quarterback Matthew Sanchez and uh, running back, slot receiver, whatever you want to call Jace Causey, they <laughs> they get they're they're going to get some things done because Cosi's speed has been there, but now he's big enough to be bowling over some people too, so that they can, they just can't try to catch him. They got to try to catch him, and then he was still knocking people over in the secondary. So um, that could be a really exciting season for them, uh, especially with a new coach, new outlook. Everything looks good. They could be a very dangerous team this year. I mean, they brought a lot of guys back, so it's going to be exciting to see what the Blackhawks can do for sure. And then we've had I mean, Sagatuck won their opener, uh, starting. Starting strong after being in the state finals last year, uh, they lost quite a bit more, but uh, it was, uh, you know, business as usual for them. Uh, they were able to knock off Comstock, a game that was a little closer at times than than maybe anticipated. But given the turnover and it being week one, not not too uh, not too shabby. Hamilton won their opener. Holland Christian won their opener, um, and we'll we will get more in. We were personally not at those games. Uh, they obviously look good enough to win we will get into them those teams a lot more the next week when we have seen them uh chris you're at west ottawa versus stevensville lakeshore to me that was the surprise game of the of week one i'm not surprised like i'm not surprised the zealand east east grand rapids game was really close i'm not surprised that i mean i'm a little surprised that all our local teams won just because it didn't happen but but and i'm not surprised west ottawa won but stevensville lakeshore has made the playoffs like 18 years in a row West Ottawa graduated a ton from their magical team last year. Again, I'm not surprised they beat Stevensville Lakeshore at home. I'm surprised that it was 28 nothing for quite a long time yeah. in that game and what it ended up 35 35-10, yeah. I mean, yeah. but the 10, the 7, it was thir- or 28-3, right? Wasn't yeah, that for quite a while? Yeah, they scored a touchdown late in the game on the second defense for the Panthers. Right. They completely dominated that game. Yeah. How did they do it, Chris? Well, I learned after the game that Stevens Lakeshore had graduated, like West Ottawa did, a, a number of kids on their line up front and on on defense. So they were kind of trying to retool a little bit this season, uh, which is a, probably a reason why it was such a big uh, point spread between the, the two teams. But you can't just say that's the reason why the, the West Ottawa won big. West Ottawa won big because they only allowed two first downs the entire first half. Wow. That was, that was incredible. They allowed... I mean, the one the one time they allowed two first downs was late in the first half, and Stevensville Lakeshore got a field goal out of it with like six seconds left in the first half. That was it. Um, West Ottawa's defense was absolutely suffocating them. I mean, it, it was a work of art at times, and obviously there was some kinks that they needed to work out. But for the, for the most part, it was West Ottawa defense all game, all the time. And this is a team like we know Xavier Wade's gone. You know, we know. Townsend's gone. We know some of those playmakers are gone, but they lost. I'm pretty sure they lost three, three or all four of their defensive lineman starters and a couple of linebackers too. I mean, like to have them dominate up front like that is is just huge. Given the fact that they lost, I'm pretty sure they had three, three first team uh, all conference linemen and one second team from their defensive yeah. line. I mean, their defensive line got it done last year for sure um yep. so that's very impressive and on the offensive side it was it, you didn't know what you're going to get because yes they lost x and they lost sean keith townsend 
two really key players to their team last year. But they brought back quarterback Isaac Van Dyke, who is now a senior. They have sophomore Blake Bosma, who is an a- athlete like none other. And that Bosma jeans, you know. It's, no, it's, you know it's always there. It's yeah. always there. And then the surprise of the game for me was running back Max Vogt. He is a small running back, probably no bigger than six feet, maybe a hundred and some pounds. I mean, he is a small guy, but he his speed was the factor in that game. They couldn't catch him. He he had a number of different runs of ten or fifteen more yards that just spurred the the offense forward. And and Van Dyke, uh, as smooth as usual, found uh, plays uh, down the field and and threw some easy passes and, and they look pretty good on offense now the real test will be this week for them uh, it's going to be a tough one on the road i think it's at forest hills central uh yeah. so it's going to be a bigger test than last week obviously last week was a good one but uh this will be the real test for west auto this year for sure for sure and uh you know we've got some interesting matchups interesting matchups this week chris which where are you going to be I will be uh, at Grand Rapids Christian, which is not too far from my home, actually, which is quite nice. So thank you for that one, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) They'll play the Ducks. uh, And that's going to be – we didn't even talk about the Ducks last week because they were down in Ohio and we didn't see them. Yeah. I did talk to John uh, Shilado about uh, his game, and it was back and forth and (laughs) against a really good team down down in Columbus. But uh, this will be a good one for them. I mean, the Ducks and the uh, the Eagles are always two great teams uh, in Michigan, and I expect some pretty to epic see, battles too. I expect to see another epic battle this week as well. Yeah, I mean we got some interesting interesting uh matchups this week for sure. Yeah, I mean, Holland's at Kalamazoo Lloyd Norix. Uh, these are all on Thursday, by the way. Uh Forest Hills Eastern will be at Holland Christian. Coopersville will be at Hamilton, uh West Ottawa at Forest Hills Central, uh Saugatuck at Waterfleet, and Fenville at Buchanan, and then rounding him out on friday is zealand east will host detroit douglas which by the way is a six o'clock kickoff and not a seven they move that up for travel time for uh the douglas team yeah the detroit team wants to get back that night so it's labor day um, weekend so yep, can't blame I'll, them. I'll be there that friday and i'll be at hamilton's game against coopersville which hamilton coopersville is kind of like one of these unheralded rivalries it's not necessarily a rivalry in the viciousness of it or anything like that but they've had some pretty good games over the years and they seem to play each other very early in the season now almost every year yeah some of the key wins for each team to make it to the playoffs over the past few years has come against the other so that's that's always a good good sign it'll be interesting to see what what hamilton brings um, at home to see if they can get uh, a win streak going here to start Um, i'm i know that it's it's easy to say, oh, everyone's one to know. Everybody's got a shot at the playoffs. I think everybody's got a shot at the playoffs. Like, I, I, I really do. Like, I don't know what to expect from teams like Hamilton, Holland Christian when we get to the green. Because well, the green's they, always tough. The green is, is you know, possibly the toughest, um, toughest in the state. Um, and they all, and they, but they all have weapons, but they all have weaknesses. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting to see if, if they can keep some pace. If everybody beats up on each other and goes four and three in the league, you know, or three and two and three and two. Yeah, five right? games in the league. So yeah, so and win a couple non-conference games, we could have everybody. That's never happened either. We've never right. had everybody in the playoffs. I think five might be the most we've had. Um, but also with the green, it happened a couple years ago. Like Holland won like three games a couple years ago and they should have been if they were in a different conference they would have been a playoff team they were that good that just the green was that much better um so that's always an issue and that could be an issue for 
a team like Hamilton or Holland Christian this year that they could be, um, or Holland for that matter, really, or East and West. I mean, the, everybody has the same same kind of fate there that they're all in that league, and that means your games are going to be tougher. And even if you have a really good season, you might come up again. It, it, it would be easy, I should say, for teams to come up a, a game short of making the playoffs yeah. in the green. Um, now the lately the MHSAA and and you know when they're doing their picks uh, their playoff pairings and everything like that the oh, since the green is so good a lot of five and four teams have gotten in from the green over the years because yeah. it's it's a it's a good conference it's a good conference you just there's no way around it so um, Chris on Friday though you'll be at uh, you'll be at a different kind of football game I on will Friday we got community day up over at Hope College um, we got Grand Valley State starting on Thursday this week also. Um, we're just all kinds of football all the time, and then we've got, uh, you know, we're getting ready for some uh, Michigan, Michigan State games and all that kind of Saturday. I mean, it's just this is it, Labor Day weekend, Ooh. big weekend that starts the season. Michigan off. versus Notre Dame, it's going to be crazy. We're going to have plenty to talk about next week for sure with all this football. But uh, Chris, tell us, tell everybody a little bit about what we should be looking at for uh, Hope College this year. Yeah, Hope College they bring back a lot of people uh, in terms of experience. Um, whether they're seniors or, or juniors or even sophomores, uh, they know what they got coming back, especially uh, at, the qu- at quarterback. They've got uh, Mason Apple. He played last year and led them to a pretty good season. Um, returning also, and you'll read about this later in the week, um, two guys that are that have been key to the seasons in the past but have missed because of injuries are uh, cornerback Kamani Dooley and running back Mike McClusiak. Both suffered uh, unfortunate knee injuries uh, last year and I think two years ago. Uh, McClusiak tore his ACL and I think Dooley uh, tore his MCL. So it's been a, quite the process for them getting back to health. And, and uh, McClusiak actually tore, tore his a second game of the season last oh, year. So yeah. he missed an entire year. But um, it was him and Brandon Campbell last year that were kind of the dynamic duo two years ago, the dynamic duo, because um, he had Campbell who could run up the the, the gut and, and power guys over. And McClusiak was kind of the speedster around the ends uh so this year we don't i don't know who's going to pair with mcclusiak but having that speed in the backfield and experience will certainly help uh, hope's run game and putting Dooley back there uh is just a no-brainer with his experience and his uh his talent um having a, an experienced corner should give them uh, the upper edge i think over milliken early uh this uh this opening uh game i should say all right sounds good and a couple other high school you know most of the high school sports have started now or are almost getting into full swing. Um, we've got a couple of interesting uh, storylines in some of the sports. Uh, volleyball, we are without Miss Volleyball finalist Sophie Reimers went from Zealand East this year after her four years of dominating play. Uh, but uh, but the chicks have three talented six-footers still on the roster that are going to pick up the slack collectively. It's crazy. And, uh, yeah, well, so tune in to the Sentinel later this week for more on that. Um, swims, uh, swimming has started now too, um, with the annual West Otto versus Holland, uh, match that always seems to be on a football night. Now. So, um, but we'll, we'll get into full swings of that with, uh, we've got some great, great talented kids. Um, West Ottawa is led by Aisha Afric and, uh, um, Casey Westenbrook. And then, uh, Zealand has, uh, talented sprinter, Claire Musin and, uh, freshman chelsea engelsman or was a freshman last year and made the state meet in the im which is very rare for a freshman to make the im um and uh so she's back uh for quite a while now too um and then you know holland and uh holland's got uh 
Sage Gettings back, and uh, Holland Christian has a few from their uh, their big run. They lost quite a bit of seniors last year after their um, after their uh, runner up state finish, and then but they've got a talented diver uh, Bolt who's back. Uh, that should be big points for them. Um, and then you know Han- Hamilton's got Jenna Klusterman back and a few pieces back, so it'll be an interesting be an interesting season in the pool uh, because all of our teams have very talented kids but all of our teams are maybe a step below the depth that they've had in the past um and then we got uh you know hope hope sports are starting this week too the volleyball team starts cross country men's and women's soccer Um, we're getting in full swings here you can tune into the sentinel all week for previews of all the different uh sports we got cooking here and uh yeah by the time we get through uh through labor day weekend we'll uh Almost have almost have everything laid out for you as far as every all the sports that we're uh, that we're covering from all the different teams. But it's uh, we're poised to have a pretty uh, pretty epic fall, especially if the football teams keep playing like they did in yep. week one. Yeah, and I'll chat more about uh, boys soccer and cross country and uh, golf next week as we get into the seasons further. Um, they're about two weeks into the season right now. We'll we'll know a little bit more, but uh, but that was a pretty big stunner, Holland Christian. But Holland shut Christian, out Holland, yeah. yeah, shut out Holland. That was quite the game. I mean. Holland Christian had lost to GR Christian one week prior, six nothing, and they looked like a completely different team on Monday night. Um, Holland obviously is a, a re- in a kind of a rebuild a little bit, retooling since they graduated a number of their seniors from their state championship team last year. Um, it's going to be a tough year for Holland, obviously, with young guys coming into the, the lineup and, and just kind of learning the process of it all. Um, but we'll get more into soccer next week, and, and we'll chat more about that. I would like to know what your picks are for this week and uh, what you're looking at. Oh, you want to know them right now? I would love to know them right now. All right, yes. rattle the games off. I'll let you know. First off, we've got Holland at Kalamazoo Loy Norix. Oh, I think Holland wins that one. Uh, I will agree as well. Uh, Forest Hills Eastern at Holland Christian. Oh God, put me on the spot now. I haven't, it's a tough one. I know. I, I I think Holland, I like Holland Christian's offense um, against Forest Hills Eastern. Last year, uh, Forest Hills Eastern uh, beat them by, I think, seven points. That's a touchdown, maybe. Um, but I think Holland Christian wins that one, too, uh, with the way their offense is producing. And <laughs> right. Uh, Coopersville at Hamilton. Oh, got to go with Hamilton. Uh, got to go with Hamilton. Uh, they used to uh, win every game I covered them. We, we went about – we went a good eight – eight years where i think i covered them like 17 times and they won every game wow. that i went to and that was all under chris myers chris myers is back now the streak has been broken a couple of times now but um i think i have a feeling that you know good things are starting there again and uh you know coopersville it's always a really good and close game with them i think they win at home to me last week was a surprising win they won with a lot of turnovers uh which is really good if you can win with a lot of turnovers um, but I think their offense has to get going this week, and if it doesn't, then they're going to be in trouble. But I think that Hamilton figures that out after a successful week last week and, and pulling out that win. Zeal West at Grand Rapids Christian. Ooh, that's a, another tough one. And this is, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, fe- I feel like, uh, you know, I picked against the Ducks last week, and then they won. So I'm going to pick against them again uh, see what happens. Uh, I think going into Grand Rapids Christian is really tough. It's going to be a close game. Um, but I think that Grand Rapids Christian just has a little bit more coming back. I mean, Zeeland West, I know they have their wing T system and everything like that, but they lost some key components to that. And, uh, you know, maybe if the two teams met at the end of the season, I would pick a little bit differently. But I would say um, I'm going to say I'm going to keep picking against him because I want to see what happens. Interesting. Um, that, 
it was a very impressive win to go down to Columbus. I have no idea how good Columbus Northland is um, or is supposed to be or anything like that. But that's a no matter what, that's a long way to go yeah. and win a football game, a yeah. close one too. So, but that still that drain could be instead of that game being draining from all the travel, it could be like a hangover. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Drain, uh, you know that that happens later on. So yeah, they had a long um, bus ride back on yeah. Friday night, so we know that uh, that could be a tough travel one for them. I'm gonna go with the Ducks. Uh, I'm gonna ride that streak a little bit here. Uh, Gr Christian lost last week to I think Dewitt. It was. Um, I think the Ducks keep it up and uh, win on the road in a tough in a tough environment. That is, uh, and then uh, West Ottawa at Forest Hill Central. Oh well, I can't. It's hard to pick against West Ottawa now. I mean, like I wasn't sure what we were gonna get out of them, but stomping. Stevensville Lakeshore like that, even a down Stevensville Lakeshore is still a team that's probably going to make the playoffs again for like the millionth year in a row. Yep. Um, Forest Hill Central is one of these West Ottawa's bugaboos. Like sometimes, like they had a year a few years ago where they they almost they almost won out, uh, except that for a Rockford loss, but they lost on a last second uh, play. They've beaten Forest Hill Central on a last second play in the recent years too. Um, they've had some some pretty crazy battles, but if their defense is as good as advertised. It's gonna, it's gonna take a lot for me to pick against West Ottawa all year if their defense plays like this. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm, I'm kind of on, on the border here. I think I might lean a little more towards Forest Hill Central. They did uh, win 21-19 over Jenison last week, and and uh, they did go to the D two semifinal last year, but lost uh, to Livonia Franklin. Um, I don't know if West Ottawa's offense can keep up with Forest Hill Central, and that's why I'm going to probably pick. Uh, the Rangers in this in this matchup. So, sorry, West Ottawa. I got to go with Forest Hill Central. Uh, Sagatuck at Waterfleet. See, this is going to be one of the better games in, it is. in the sack. Yeah, um, I think that given given how tough it's the first week was for them. It's man, it's so hard. It's so hard to pick against a team that's got it done as a quarterback. I'll tell you, um, but. On the road, I think this is the I think this is the one game this year before we'll see what happens with the Fenwick game at the very end of the season. But I think this is the one game Sagatuck loses. Yeah. I mean, I think they lose. I mean, I think they win the majority of their games, and they're clearly a playoff team. Um, but going to Waterville has not been easy for teams uh, the past few years. And uh, you know, I think that again, if this game was maybe at the end of the year, I might think a little bit differently. But with everything that they're trying to put together um i mean i think i think water wins a close one yeah i'm, I'm actually kind of with you on that one um Sagatuck hasn't played them since i think 2012 uh last week water won pretty big over Lawton, 50 to 28 uh but yeah Sagatuck they had a tough time in the first half last week and they they eventually pulled it out in the second half uh i just don't know if they can have that kind of magic again this week especially on the road against a pretty tough team so i'm going with water in this matchup and then our last game on thursday is fenville at buchanan Oh, Fenville all the way. Yeah. This one's, I think it's this a, one's an easy pick, especially the way they've been playing. I'm pretty sure Buchanan was shut out last week, too. So, yeah. Pretty, pretty cut and dry there. It's going to be a good start Fenville. for Fenville after losing four in a row last year to start the season. At least, I would guess, at least 2 and 0. Oh, and yeah. who yeah. knows? Uh, man, this we'll see I'm week two. already excited for the Sogtuck yeah. Fenville game, aren't you? Yeah, this it's going to be, be exciting. That's awesome. Uh, last game of the week Detroit Douglas at Zealand East. Um, I got Zealand East in this one. The reverse happens with the travel this time around um you know zealand east first home game they'll be ready they uh they have too many weapons uh, it's going to be hard for detroit douglas to keep up with 
Yeah, I'm with you. I think the Chicks win this one. Douglas isn't uh, that great of a team. They haven't they haven't made the playoffs since 2012. Um, and the Chicks obviously won a really tight, close game last week uh, in the fourth quarter. I think that only uh, gives them a little more fire to start out big this week uh, against Douglas. So those are our picks. Let us know yours at our Facebook page. Comment. You know, let us know. That's We're wrong. Right. All right. That's right. And Chris took is winning after week one for the first time in three years he has a lead over me it's a miracle so we'll see he'll either take a commanding two-game lead after this week or it'll be all tied up we shall see after two weeks all right tune in next week from the press box where chris and i will be back um in each other's face about uh our picks and seeing where that's going and uh we'll be taking on another week of uh another week of high school and uh college sports so and who knows we may end up talking about the cubs at some point too because they are we'll see right in the thick of it too so getting close um, have a good week everybody and uh, go out and watch some sports going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.